When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have a doozy of a podcast to end our Summer Money series. We are talking to Chris Reining all about how he decided to save a million bucks, retire at age 35, and of course, live happily ever after. We're going to hear his tips, how he exactly accomplished this goal, and how you might be able to set a lofty goal like that too, and definitely achieve it. I hope you've enjoyed this week where we brought you all sorts of different tips from money experts, certified financial planners, cool people that are out there doing amazing things and making money. I hope that you put some of these tips into action. Just a little reminder that Millennial Money will actually be on summer hiatus for about a month. We'll be back at you in mid-July with all new episodes. But between now and then, don't worry. We're going to be replaying twice a week some of our very favorite podcast episodes. If you've never heard them before, this is the chance to catch up. If you've heard them before, maybe it's a time to have a little reminder of some of the best tips that we think will really help get your money in shape for the summer. So we'll look forward to seeing you again in mid-July. But for now, enjoy this awesome episode on how Chris decided to save a million bucks and retire. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Chris, I am so excited to have you as a guest on the podcast. You have an awesome story, and I just can't wait to share it with the listeners. Well, I'm so happy that you're having me on to share that story. So, uh, you know, a lot of us have these sort of big, lofty money goals. Um, Sometimes we get there, sometimes we don't. But you actually set out to accomplish a really big, lofty goal that you actually accomplished. So I was wondering if you could just share a little bit about that goal and kind of how that came about and how you accomplished that. Sure. So that's a pretty big big question. Question. So, yeah, feel free to interrupt at at any point, and I'll try to unpack it uh, little by little. So, uh, like probably many listeners, I followed a pretty typical life path. You know, I went to high school. I 
applied to colleges. I got into some okay ones. And then I went to uh, one of them where I actually was majoring in, in finance. And then like midway through college, I switched over to, uh, I discovered computers and then switched over to uh, an IT degree. Uh, it was called a management information systems. And I loved it because I got really involved in uh, in sort of the, the sort of hacking game. So the sort of uh, good guys versus bad guys and hackers and all that stuff, computer security. And uh, after I graduated from college, that was like my dream job was getting one of those. And I was fortunate to land one of those in 2001. Um, it was a little bit tough at that time because the dot-com bubble was uh, had already popped and like a lot of IT jobs uh, were hard to come by. So right. I did actually land one, thankfully, in uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, at the time, and so yeah. So I was looking at you know having this this great career. Uh, I was making okay money at that time. I mean, just being out of school and wet behind the ears, like I wasn't getting paid very well, and um, and yeah, life was good. And I started you know progressing in my career, making a little bit more money. I switched jobs. And then in my maybe like late, late twenties, you know, I had, I'd been pretty good about saving money at that point. And so I'd saved up enough for a down payment on a, on a condo. So I bought a condo and then I bought my dream car, which was a BMW. It wasn't brand new. It was three years old, but But I still still bought, (laughs) yeah, but still, I still bought this, this car that I'd always wanted. And I was like, you know, like it was great. Like my life was great. I was happy and all that and all that stuff. But then, uh, when I was getting into my late twenties, I really started getting a little frustrated or, or bored or, or even like sort of disillusioned with this whole nine to five corporate life because, uh, it was just really, really repetitive, right? Like waking up, driving to work, uh, dealing with, uh, an inbox full of problems, then driving home, making dinner, watching TV, maybe exercising. And then like knowing that you have to do that all over again and again and again. (laughs) Yeah. Like ad nauseum. Like if you've ever seen the movie Groundhog Day, like just like living the same day over and over again. And that was sort of my wake up call. That that was like the, the epiphany of like, like if I don't do something, if I don't make some changes in my life around money, like this is going to be my future for the next 30 or, or 40 years, even like this nine to five grind. And I was like, I just can't do that to myself. Like I can't do that to my future self. Right. I wanted like some more options. And you talk about that a little bit, like having options, right? So, yeah. um, so that's when I, I took that a step back and realized like I had a, I had a choice. I could, I could continue like spending all the money I was getting on all these material things, or I could, start saving a lot more and investing that money and then potentially maybe stop working. And so that's like what I really focused on for a few years was really sort of slashing a lot of spending on stuff that wasn't really like really didn't make me happy Mm. and, uh, investing that. And then also like focusing on another big part of money, which was earning more. So like, uh, taking my career more seriously and, and trying to, to earn more there. So was it my, just, was it like yeah. just kind of a one day you just sort of woke up and went, okay, I need to change all these things. Or did you start, you know, with maybe, okay, I need to change this. And then you worked on that and then you started on something else. 
Right. So I think like the big epiphany was I can't do this forever. And so like looking at like a huge monstrous goal of like retiring early, which is what I ultimately ended up doing. I mean, that's, that's so overwhelming. Like you're just gonna like not do anything because you don't know where to start. So it really started with getting a handle on my spending. And at that time I really had no idea where my money was going. Like it was just coming into my bank account and then it was leaving. And sure. I was like saving uh, 5% into my 401k retirement account. You know, that would just come out of my my paycheck, which Mm -hmm. is a great way to save for retirement. But like, other than that, uh, it was just money was coming in and money was leaving. I didn't really know where it was all going. And so sort of step number one was really tracking it. And so I tried a bunch of different tools. There's you know, tools like mint.com, uh, and you know, personal capital and all these online tools now that weren't really around back then, but those are a really good way to sort of get a bird's eye view of where your money is actually going. Cause it will like automatically categorize, you know, that you're spending this much on food or this much on housing X, Y, and Z. And so that's what I did. I just first figured out like, where is my, my money going? And then after that, I could start sort of systematically cutting back on areas where I wasn't really getting the value out of spending the money right. that I would have hoped to. And instead, which I think I, is a really, yeah. really great point because, you know, I think, oh, I mean, you know, I've met so many different people that, you know, I always tell people like, it doesn't, you know, budgeting doesn't discriminate or, um, you know, having, you know, being able to achieve goals to be a millionaire, it, you can do it on a $30,000 salary. You can do it on a, you know, million dollar salary. Um, I think though, there's, there's a great sort of, um, awakening that comes when you realize, and I've personally been through myself. So I completely understand where that thing no longer has, you know, a value. And you see that thing like, wow, if I didn't buy that thing, where could I be now? You know, maybe I could be well down the road to being retired or go on my dream vacation or quit my job and launch something else or, you know, whatever. I think that's a powerful moment when that happens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So for me, uh, just to tack on to what, what you're saying there, it was really this, this idea of the, the five, the daily $5 latte, right? And there's a lot of experts out there. They're like, Oh, you shouldn't worry about the $5 latte. Like that's not, that's not a big win. Like you should be going after big wins, Mm. but, uh, like making what I found was like making small, uh, manageable changes. I mean, that's what really improves your ability to make the, or to change the big things. Right. So if you like, if you like start out with cutting out the $5 latte, like you start building momentum and you figure out, Oh my God, I I cut out this $5 latte and I'm still alive. Right. And that means it's, (laughs) it's easier to cut out like the, the, a a bigger thing, like maybe eating out every day. I know a lot of people eat out like every single day, like maybe you uh, eat out less, um, less per week. Right. Or, or whatever. And it just, it sort of, uh, snowballs down the line. And then you sort of figure out like where you get the most, uh, where you get the most bang for your buck when you're spending money. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Those are great tips. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. 
Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news... Well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic, and it was so time-consuming. I tried all of the apps, but I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. So you're going along this journey, you're wanting to retire early. What was actually the point or the moment where you realized, okay, this is actually possible? Uh, I think it was, oh, that's a really good question. I think like way back when, um, it was probably, it was probably before I actually decided that that was what I wanted to do. I think it was, I had started investing when I was, you know, 22, um, right out of college when I got that first job and I was putting money into, uh, my 401k account. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of employers offer a 401k account. Uh, it's easy to, to use and to set up. And, you know, I didn't have hardly any money then, right. Like just coming out of college on a, a very tiny starting salary. Like I, I actually went back and looked at how much I was investing back then. It was 
$66 a month. I mean, cause that was like right. all, that's all I could afford. Um, but then, you know, over time I was able to increase those amounts, but I think it was really, um, probably like in my, in my earlier, even mid twenties when I started seeing my investments grow, right? Like when mm-hmm. I physically saw, um, for my account statements that, you know, I had put in whatever X amount and now it was double that, or like I had, you know, my investments right. had made, made me a thousand dollars. And then that was like, well, that's like me, my investments are working for me. And that mm-hmm. was a really powerful, uh, lesson was seeing that, you know, my money can make money for me without me having to do anything. Yeah, that's such a, it's such a great thing when you log onto your account, you're like, whoa, I just made money. Um, Not so great when you don't, but you know, you you can weather the storm. So there are a lot of listeners, you know, that are still, no matter what salary they make, completely fearful of investing in the stock market, whatever reason it may be, um, Wall Street mongers, what happened in 2008, 2009, or just purely don't understand investing. What sort of tips would you offer to somebody who's kind of in that situation? Uh, that's a really good question because I, I mean, yes, investing does come with risks, right? Like we saw that, like you mentioned during the recession, when the market went down 25, 30% and, you know, people lost a lot of money that way, but it's, it's sort of paper. I mean, it's, it's not, like you're not really losing money, like you're losing money in your account, but I think over the long term. Uh, it's been, you know, historically the market has always gone up. So if you look at the the data, you know, over the last 200 plus years, the market has always gone gone up to the tune of around 7% annually. So yes, you're going to have these peaks and valleys. And so I think the first thing for someone that's maybe just starting investing is that like you really shouldn't be investing money that you know you need in the next three to five years, right? So if you're trying to save up for a house or you're trying to save up an emergency fund or you're trying to save up for a car or whatever it is. And you know that you need that money in the next year or three years or even five years. I mean, that's money that you shouldn't be investing because the sort of risk that you can run into is that you invested that money and things might be going great. Like over the last, well, ever since the recession, the market has been going up and, you know, everyone's a super, smart investor, right? Because everyone's making money. It's really easy to, but if you're investing money, um, and then we run into another recession, like you can lose, you know, 30% of that money in the span of just a few months. So I think that's probably the first thing to understand about investing is that yes, it's not risk-free. You, uh, can potentially lose money, but if you think long-term, I think you're probably going to come out ahead because investing is probably going to be stuffing money under your mattress or even saving it in a savings account or a CD. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so what is retirement like? (laughs) Well, uh, I'm 38, so I'm still, I'm still (laughs) young. Um, and for me, uh, it's been actually almost a year now. So, uh, I've, I only have one year down of, of early retirement. And I think like the biggest thing that I'm learning so far is just having, uh, sort of like autonomy and control over my time. Like, right. like I was laughing cause the other week I slept in on a Tuesday until 11 AM and I was like, 
like this, like, this is crazy. Like I would never have been able to do this, you know, like a year ago, like just sleep in on a Tuesday while everyone else is running off to their job. I mean, it was just kind of like, like, I don't do that every day, like obviously, but it was just nice knowing that like I have that option now, right. To just sleep in when I want to, I don't have to, you know, wake up with my alarm clock. So for me, it's really about just having control over, over my time and, you know, doing the things that, that I, that I really want to do. So I've been doing, um, you know, some more traveling. Um, I'm, I, I have a website where I, I write about personal finance. So I'm spending time writing. Um, I live in Wisconsin, so now it's summertime and I'm spending a lot of time outside during the day, uh, doing hiking and swimming and even working out outside. So it's just like having control, complete control over my time. And that's something that I never really had before. And it's, it's, it's really amazing. Like I, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's just, um, it's like the, the best feeling in the world. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so you've been labeled by the New York times a super saver. I love that. Um, so I would imagine that, you know, being in retirement, you're probably just as, um, I don't want to use the word thrifty, but just as focused on saving as you were before. Right. Uh, what do you mean by saving? Well, um, for instance, so now you're living off your retirement. So I would imagine, you know, you're not out, you know, blowing thousands of dollars on super expensive <laughs> things or vacations. You're still trying to find a way to, uh, you know, do the things that you like to do in life, but still be smart financially. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a good way to say it. So, Right. Like, so I don't like walk around in a tuxedo drinking champagne every day. <laughs> oh, come on. Now you're blowing <laughs> it for us. <laughs> right. But I think that, um, why it works for, for me and why it might w- could work or how it could work for other people is that like, I, I sort of decreased my lifestyle in, to, or optimize it in a way that, you know, I was really happy. Right. So like, yeah, I don't spend money on certain things like, uh, like my cell phone and stuff like that, like stuff I don't care about. I don't spend tons of money on, but like travel was always something that was really important to me. So like, I don't mind spending thousands of dollars, um, you know, to travel. That's, that's not a problem, but it's like, it's just being conscious of those trade-offs about where you're spending money. So yeah, I'm not spending, you know, my whole retirement, I'd still, I still live a pretty sort of minimalistic, uh, lifestyle, but I spend in the areas where it makes, um, where it makes me the most happy. And, you know, I, I live a great life that way. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you have any kind of future business plans or what's on the horizon for you for the next couple of years? Uh, that's a good question too. So, um, I actually started doing some coaching because, people, uh, started asking me if I could talk with them on, on the phone. Like I'm always willing to exchange emails with people. People email me all the time. Like I'm sure they do with you. And, um, and that's cool. But yeah, people wanted to talk through money issues on, on the phone with me. So, uh, since I understand a little bit about economics, I was like, well, I don't really want to talk to people on the phone, but if you pay me a little bit of money, then I'll, I'll talk to you on the phone. <laughs> and so that's working out great because, um, you know, they get what they want and, you know, I, I make a little bit of money, which I usually just end up donating anyways. And, um, and that's, you know, that's been working out pretty, pretty nicely. And, and I like doing that as well. And, um, I'm, I've also been working on, uh, an online course as, as well around investing. So, I'm just dabbling in those couple things and, you know, just trying to enjoy 
my time as much as I can. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, where can uh, listeners find you so that they can, you know, learn more about what you're up to and um, maybe read some of your awesome articles and get your your investment tool bundle, et cetera? Yeah, that's that's great. So it's my name, Chris Reining, and that's R-E-I-N-I-N-G dot com. A little bit hard to spell, but that's how you spell it. And yeah, you can go there and sign up for my free tool bundle. So I have a, a quick guide on how to get started having your money work for you and a little spreadsheet too that I developed to use when I was tracking uh, my spending and saving and investing. So yeah, you can head over there and, and learn more. Awesome. That is, that's so great. So thank you so much for coming on, Chris, and sharing your story. I'm sure you're going to motivate a lot of listeners to kind of get re-inspired with their investing and um, maybe not see it so much as kind of the big, ugly, scary monster. Yeah, that'd be great. So yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. 